The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast where we talk about how effective web development and digital marketing solve business problems. I'm joined as always with Trinity Web Media co-founder and co-host of the show, Kevin Everly. Kevin, what's going on today? Hey Greg, how you doing? Fantastic. I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to be back in the San Diego studio, excited to be back here recording another episode here um, and just keeping this thing going, so... That's right. What do we have? About uh, forty-four? No, we're higher than that. I, I, I want to say I want to say forty-seven. Awesome. Forty-seven, forty-eight. We're coming up on fifty. I do know that, and, sure. and I think that we need to figure out what we got to do for a special fiftieth show. Whatever the hell you know, who who knows what that is? Maybe we'll do some best of or some highlights or some funky ass shit like that. What do you think? I like it. <clears throat> Excellent. It. So you, you know, I was listening to a podcast actually yesterday in the treadmill in my home gym here and the woman brought up that she listened to a ted talk and i you know i'm totally remiss i don't know who the person was giving the talk but it was from the zigzag podcast and what they're doing is they're forming a new marketing company and a new media company really and it's going to revolve around new media it's going to revolve around podcasting and the new way new way to be a journalist so she said something super interesting that got me thinking about today's topic she said that only two business segments in the world refer to their clients as users. And those business segments are techies and drug dealers. And that really got me thinking like, wow. And I did a Trinity Web Minute video on it. And, and what I started thinking was, holy shit, why is that true? And what's the benefit if you could change your mindset and your paradigm to go ahead and, and, and think of people as people and think of people as your audience and to think of people as personas versus just flat out users. So it got me thinking of this bigger thing. So what do you think? We just talk about that a little bit. Interesting. I like it. So users, I mean, that is such an ambiguous term for people who visit websites, people who use social media platforms, people who, you know, listen to shows, things like that. And it really dehumanizes everything that we try to do as marketers and everything that we try to do as professionals to grow businesses. Yeah. The term user is so vague, broad, and it gives you no idea who the end audience is or what they look like, how they think, what, what messages we're going to drive and compel them. Yeah. And what it is, is also, you know, it, it's, it's a way to, it's a way to go ahead and just, pretty much minimize like who you're talking to and who you're working with and who you're trying to help. Yeah. It's almost transactional. It, it makes a way to, and, and you, we all know that where, when there's transactions, the services and everything else become commodity. And that's the last thing that we're trying to do. You know, when, when we're come to, you know, providing value in our, to our audience and to everybody. Makes sense. So where do you think that mindset comes in? How does it affect, you know, day-to-day -day operations for somebody considering their audience users? You know, I think it just, 
I think that it's a huge disconnect. I just think that people are not. I think they're in the, their mind's not right. <laughs> you know, when it comes to some of that stuff, where I think that a lot of it is, you know, like, like like Trinity Web Media, right? Going back to a bunch of episodes that we've had before, what we always say in the beginning of the show is we don't we're not web developers, we're not digital marketers, we're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. Now, when we adopted that approach and when we, we changed the, our paradigm internally of how we think and how we operate when it comes to that stuff, what kind of shift did we have it, it, within our culture and with everything else? I mean, it was a huge shift. Mm-hmm. So if you begin to think of your audience you know, as people, Versus an audience or even, you know, versus definitely users. I mean, it's a huge way to actually connect with them and not have them as this one vanilla group Mm -hmm. that's sort of out there. That's sort of ambiguous. Sure. You know, it brings me to, you know, we're coming up on the holidays and a lot of tech companies will run like the happy holiday ads. Mm -hmm. You know, I really think Apple has done a great job of showing who their users are through like the Frankenstein, you know, video, the all inclusiveness. It's almost the exact opposite of what we're talking about, which is users. You know, they recognize the fact yeah. that they're people and they put a face to it. Yeah. And like, how great is it when you can put a face to things and push out messages that are relevant, you know, versus some kind of, you know, just generic, you know, here I am as, you know, a, a user base, mm-hmm. you know, it, and the more I think about it, the more it really makes sense that only, you know, drug dealers and techies refer to their clientele as users. It's insane if you think about it. Yeah, I can't, I, you know, you talked about, I think, you know, when we were revving up the podcast and you first mentioned that, I, I've i been trying to rack my brain and find another example and can't. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm dumbfounded here. So it gets back to what we're trying to do is humanize messaging, humanize services, solve problems, connect with people. You know, they don't even refer to you know, like social media as their people or as their audience or, you know, it's a user base. And like everybody in Silicon Valley is so quick. Well, how many users do you have? How many active users? You know, how many, you know, I don't think that any of that matters. Like who are the people behind what's going on? So I think that let's talk about what do you think happens when you change your mindset? We we already recognize what was broken, right? So what happens now when you change your mindset and you move things towards, actually putting a persona about things for messaging or actually going about treating people as people and not just, you know, like a, a one huge ambiguous. Sure, I think the first thing you're going to build is trust and that's going to kind of snowball into loyalty. Yep. It all starts at that seat I, of trust, you know, I agree. And, you know, and also it's going to, I think that what it does is it strikes a chord with somebody and it resonates mm-hmm. first, you know, before the trust is even built, I think that the message resonates and it's like, Oh, these people sound and they look and they act and behave just like mm-hmm. I do. I mean, there's some of that where it's just like, Oh, I'm not alone or I'm not, you know, this, or I'm not that, you know, it's, you know, now you are a part of a larger portion of the world. You're not just some amb- ambiguous user group. Yeah, I mean, the various user bases, you know, even if you look at a platform like Facebook are so all over the place, you know, Mm -hmm. looking at it for users, you can't say, well, you know, hey, 18 
25 year old prefer, prefer this and, you know, 65 plus prefer this. Let's make sure we're taking all of these into consideration for our platform. You're just looking with, you know, blank faces. Right. And, and Facebook has done a decent job at, you know, with the algorithms and Instagram, with the algorithms where, you know, they allow their, their people to their users, you know, to actually go ahead and identify themselves as other you know, mm-hmm. segments of the world, but like, there's so many other times where, you know, like websites, you know, the audience, I love the word audience. And maybe, maybe it's just a vernacular thing. Maybe I'm just replacing one with the other. I don't think that I am, but maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, it feels more warming. It feels more like a business I would want to be associated with. It feels like something that I want to be a part of versus just some kind of big, vanilla plain you know portion of the world so where do you think the uh, shift comes when you you recognize the fact that okay we can't look at everybody as users what are some of the fastest ways to change that i think by creating personas definitely and recognizing you know behavior patterns of the people who you know you're speaking to <clears throat> i think that also you know there's a huge value in speaking to people as people and knowing that the that everybody in your audience, you know, are you part of a unique subset while you can group the subsets together and make general assumptions. I think that there's still a, a, a huge thing about being identified in self-identification where it's not just, you know, one large mm-hmm. mass group. I think that what you do then is you start to humanize what you do. You start to demonstrate your value and show your value to the, that audience. And then also, you know, you know, with that comes some kind of, you know, your message will resonate. You can build rapport, build trust and take things from there. That makes sense. Uh, Do you have any examples of you, uh, you know, companies you think that really treat the people, you know, that chooses them as an audience? Well, well, Apple is one of the ones that you mentioned. I think that is pretty good. I also think that, you know, you know, like a television station would never refer Mm -hmm. to their people as users. I mean, their audience, you know, and their messages and their, you know, their, <clears throat> the ads run on television are catered, you know, and the time slots based on the show, which is the message and the content, and also based on the subject matter, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, a decent example of things. I think social media and tech companies are the worst, aside from Apple. Uh, I mean, there are just so many of them, you know. Uh, You'll see in like maybe the action sports world, the, you know, in in uh, like companies, media companies such as Red Bull, they never refer to their their audience as users or X Y Z. You know, they have different segments where they speak to. You know, they don't. They would never speak to the skateboarding segment the same way that they speak to the motocross segment or maybe the you know action adventure sports such as like you know the uh, the wingsuits and all you know uh, base jumping and all that. The same way they'd speak to like the surf crowd. You know, they've really gotten it right with how things resonate and how things go hand in hand with their message and their mission. I think by understanding your mission and understanding your audience, your message then becomes clear. And then you can also, you can humanize things and treat people like people and not just as some kind of number. You know, when I hear users, the first thing that I hear, I never hear about behavior. I never think about this. I never think of that. Whenever I hear user, I just think of a number. Okay. I always think that the next thing that, you know, where things are going to go is just a number. 
and that's just flat out, you know, that's just commoditizing, you know, the people who support your brand. And, uh, you know, for the employees of those companies, psychologically, you know, how much more would, you know, in, input matter from a, you know, a real person versus a user with the number, you know, somebody with a face. Oh, oh a thousand percent. You know, <clears throat> there's a reason why, you know, companies like Red Bull or companies like Deluxe Distribution, you know, in a skateboard world or NHS, you know, there's a reason that, you know, those companies hire people from within and within their community because they understand. Because people from within your community and people who look and talk and act like your audience does are the ones that can really connect. And I think that what we're doing is what we're – I think that you know what this whole thing is boiling down to is when you refer to somebody as a user, you're lacking a connection. You're lacking an opportunity to make a connection, which is where things start to kind of get haywire and get you know kind of you know off track when it comes from – messaging and you know and, and then subsequently after messaging comes the execution interesting you know i still i'm still trying to figure out somebody another segment that refers to their audience or you know users and i don't think you're gonna i don't think you're gonna find it i mean it's just it's just those two i mean now tech is a general very very general and broad mm -hmm. term but you know we would never refer to our clients as users no. You know, we would never refer to, you know, are they users of Trinity Web Media Services? I don't think so. I think that there are, you know, there are lots of other things there. So it's it's just a really interesting thing. And I think that this is something that we're going to actually, I think that this conversation is just the tip of the iceberg. And I think that it's going to lead to more conversation like this in the future, you know, when it comes to, you know, our own company and when it comes to actually being able to point out some of these mm -hmm. examples. Any, uh, any closing thoughts, man? No. So I think that, you know, human to human, person to person is still the best way to get your message across and still the best way to market. I think that when you can connect your message with somebody else, it's going to resonate quicker, which is going to build trust and it's going to exemplify how you can solve a problem. And then from there, I mean, I think really the sky's the limits. You have any closing thoughts here on this topic? No, I mean, I think you covered it. You know, I think the only thing I would add is customer service is a lot easier to step up and, you know, be helpful for a person than an, uh, a user number. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. So Kev, thanks for your time. It was a good conversation. And again, you know, this is a shorter episode, but I think that we're just, just the tip of the iceberg of this conversation. No, I agree. I think this is interesting and something we should kick around, you know, soon. For sure. So, hey, everybody, thanks for listening to The New Marketing Show. You can subscribe our podcast, rate, review it on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts. We appreciate each and every one of you out there listening to us. And, um, you, you know, the more that you guys listen, the more that you guys do this. We'll keep doing shows like this. So, Kev, thanks for your time. Greg, thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>